This is the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast, where we cover books, beverages, and the general BS of the day. A few disclaimers, we are not literary experts, or experts in anything for that matter, and explicit content should be expected. I am your host, Barry Price. I hope you enjoy the show. Then I said, right. <laughs> "Evening, fellas. Evening. Oh, episode twenty-five. Wow. Yeah. Never thought we'd make it. Not with the listenership we got, at least. But we're here. Yes, sir. John, what are you drinking? Tito's and Topo. Good. Good. Lime or no lime? No lime. Jared, what are you drinking? Drinking uh, New Realm Brewing Company, Hazy Like a Fox IPA, brewed in Georgia. Like Not the sure swamp, where. Like the Swamp Fox. I, too, am drinking a Tito's and Topo. I wanted to, I was planning on drinking some bourbon tonight, some wild turkey, which I've never actually drank, but Tito's and Topo what? just felt right. You've never had a wild turkey? I don't think so. Not since I've been an aficionado. Might have had some in high school out of the dad's liquor cabinet or something, but <laughs> in the back of someone's trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do a little different structure episode tonight, uh, with it being our twenty-fifth episode. Thought it was a good time, and then all the recent goings-ons in our lives. Uh, thought it would be a good time to. Talk about the podcast, how it came to be, about us. We've had a lot of requests from people to get to know us better. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> and then we've got uh, Big Ben trip to talk about, Georgia trip to talk about. And then, uh, as always, I've got a couple of things to follow up on from the last episode. First one being, we ended the last episode debating coolers, cooler, and I bought, uh, ended up buying just the igloo, uh, vacuum insulated, I think is what you call them, coolers. It's a whopping $250 cheaper than the Yeti comparison, and I'm uh, quite pleased with it so far, so... Is it made in Texas? Yeah, Katie, that's what you Texas. say. Yeah, I think it's got to be. And I witnessed its value too out in Big Bend, and I, I can attest that it does hold ice for several days. Yeah, bag I've got in there now has been in there since uh, Monday evening when I got back in town, and it's been warm here. It's been is eighty five, eighty eight. Earlier this week, we did get a little cold snap today, yesterday. Just a, just a cooler doing its job, man. Yes, sir. Then the other thing we talked about, uh, financial independence and retiring early. And what I wanted to touch on there was that whole philosophy, at least to me, is not so much about not working at all. 
and like a true retirement, but more about having the freedom to do what you want to do. So keep that in mind if you ever delve into that realm. Does that mean getting to play golf every day and going fishing? Yep. Oh, if you choose to. If If that's what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. So that's that about the podcast. We had somebody ask us a while back how this came to be. And I honestly don't know other than I know for a long time, I had the idea of doing book review podcasts in terms that everybody could understand, not just PhDs and Shakespearean literature. And so you guys both encouraged me to do it. And y'all are also the only other two people I know that read on a regular basis. So here we are. Who better than to have us on? <laughs> and I've uh, read more since since this endeavor. I have too, and <laughs> my reading has expanded too a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say so. That's that. I know it's nothing crazy. We hope we've encouraged we started some in other folks to read. Yeah, <laughs> kind of did. Recorded episode two, which isn't even available uh, in my son's closet. So, <laughs> did we even have mics then? Barry I might don't have. Think so. Yeah, I might have had one. I think I did. I think I got it at for that episode. Jared, you just got a mic like three weeks ago. No, man, this is about the (laughs) tenth show on this thing. But you just got internet. First show with my own internet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I so before I had been to your house or your apartment, (laughs) I hadn't really thought much of borrowing your neighbor or your landlord's internet. Like I thought it was just like he was on the other side of the wall. Right, right. Not on the other side of the county. <laughs> it's a long range, dude. I'm impressed you could even property. pick it up. I'm telling you, if it, you had to be right next to the window to get it. But, uh, brother, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there in my own house sometimes. I used to live above a barn for like three months, and I'd be sitting in the window that wasn't in easy access to get it text messages out right <laughs> it's the tin roofs man yeah i swear jared you got a cool place so we can touch on that more later so thanks man can but we get that, the address yeah no we can all come see it south no. carolina <laughs> uh, I'll tell you monk's corner yeah dude i wouldn't be able to find my way back there somebody was holding a gun to my head to do it I could get back to Monk's Corner, probably. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of county roads. Yeah. I never knew which way we were going. (laughs) We'd been driving from Monk's Corner down to Savannah for like an hour. I'm like, Jared, you could have told me we were driving due north this whole time, and I'd have believed you. Just had no idea. Which is what happens when you can't see more than 50 feet. Yeah, all the trees. <laughs> you, you made a joke when I asked if you had gotten there. You said, no, the plane went to Reno. And I thought <laughs> about that. And I'm like, that could totally happen. <laughs> yeah. 
you could get on a plane and not know what yeah. city you were going to. No, you definitely could. Well, and on those flights, you guys may remember me talking about the uh, I was getting all these weird itineraries. Uh-huh. And so it worked out, though. <laughs> I guess with Southwest now, though, you can watch your flight, which is I almost do too much of. I was checking. I'm like, I'm still over Georgia. What's going on? I feel like two years ago they had they had uh, they had a plane go to the wrong airport. Both cat both pilots were fired. I bet. <laughs> we need to talk about that too in the race. It happens. Uh, so I don't know. You guys got anything to add on the podcast? How it came to be? No. <laughs> This is that. I will say, basically covered it. I will say, when we started out, we kind of all had the intentions of covering the same books mm-hmm. at the same time. At the same time in each episode, and that lasted all of one episode. And then, uh, then the second episode, you spent forty-five minutes going into <laughs> extreme detail on your books, and we decided Sam that wasn't the way to go. It. Hey, that was a good wrap-up of Sam Houston, though. Yeah, everybody's learned up. <laughs> the third episode, I think we all got really drunk. It was our <laughs> pandemic episode. <laughs> and so those episodes aren't available right now, but maybe one day <laughs> we'll release them. But Jocko says to give it 50 episodes to even figure out what you're doing, so... On our way. way there yeah, we're chipping at it chipping away at it so i think we got it we got it kind of we're getting there i think we got it more or less at least a general idea it's getting better every show we'll see what the fans have to say someone uh, did tell me today that our shows have gotten much better i think they're getting better too so uh and then a while back we were doing i don't even know what brought it up but we had several people say they wanted to know more about us and so i don't know what that means i'd say uh in general we're all just pretty regular guys oh jared yes sir glad to see you still got the facial hair going i i'm kind of digging it after a little while man. yeah man i told you it would and it doesn't it doesn't look terrible so a whole lot better than shaving yeah yeah i'd be so out of that so uh, that's one thing y'all should know about Jared is he's recently come to facial hair. <laughs> he finally hit puberty. Yeah. Finally, finally. I still can't grow the sideburns, though. I, I can't never really will. either. Never will. I'm patchy. John's had facial hair forever, long as I can remember. Since fifth grade, probably. I had this like nasty beard in high school, and it wasn't <laughs> thick at all. It was just like individual strands of hair just sticking straight out. <laughs> kind of like mine is now. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've just started keeping facial hair since I've known my wife. So y'all can take from that what you will. But anyways, so I guess a little about us. I uh, live in West Texas. I work in management for a small family-owned business. I was a banker in a prior life. I like reading books in my free time. 
uh, like to be outside doing anything, could just be sitting. That may actually be my favorite thing to do outside. Uh, so that's about it. Run, ride my bike and read. Uh, I also like playing golf, but I'm a little out of, out of my normal routine on that, but I'm going to pick it back up pretty quick, two weeks from now. Summertime's coming, baby. Yeah, you're also a pretty decent golfer, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as long as I, you're not on the green. Yeah, as long as I'm not putting. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> when I kind of retired myself last year, I was a two point seven handicap. So. But uh, have been known to struggle with putting. I'll never forget one time in high school, I was having a very bad day. Uh, me and John had gotten drunk the night before and uh, mounted a golf tournament. That's never good. <laughs> mounted a golf tournament, and I had four putted like three holes in a row. <laughs> and my stepdad comes up to me and goes, Hey, uh, you really ought to putt a little bit better today. <laughs> 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 no, Thanks, Gary. Right. Yeah, got... <laughs> probably should. <laughs> should have closed the rid. <laughs> and so uh, I did not start putting any better after that. And then uh, I actually still played pretty good that day, though. I think I shot like seventy-seven on a pretty hard course. It's pretty good for three, four putts. Yeah. And uh, our kind of rivals at the time was Amarillo High. And I think we ended up losing the tournament by like one shot. And there was some controversy about the legitimacy of Amarillo High's scores. So you just pile all that on. That's fun. Fun high school golf story. <laughs> And then I went to college and played golf, which is where I met Jerry Bro here, mm-hmm. and uh, absolutely hated golf for two years while yes, I was sir. there. So, love the hell out of Ranger, though. And so, I guess that's something else we should say. Uh, that's how I know Jared. I met John in Spanish class, I believe, sophomore year of high school. So, Senora Pack. Pack, yeah. He used to vandalize my car. <laughs> quite frequently the impala the impala the shaker the shaker many a time had in that car so uh that's about it i'm pretty basic married for five months now got a stepson calling my son and my dog boo Dogs of the Bourbon Bookshelf's the hashtag we're about to be starting. So, Jared, you got to get a dog and a wife. Hey, I'd, I'd like to say I'm working on it, but I don't think I'm giving a very good effort. All you have to do is go under the pound and get a dog. Man, listen, you got to travel with the dog. I don't, I don't want to travel with the dog. I like to be outside. Man, who's going to watch that dog? John, let's hear it. All right. I'm John. I was born in Louisiana. Grew up in New Mexico and Texas, where I met Barry. 
I went to college in Arkansas where I got a degree in biochemistry. And I have been out in South Carolina for the last eight years, and that's now coming to an end because we'll be moving to North Carolina soon. I like hiking, backpacking. I'm new to whitewater kayaking, and I love golf, even though I suck at it. I, I did not get an opportunity to play college golf. You've got that. You've got that butter smooth swing, though. Yeah, John, you ain't far from. You just need to a little to regularity it. to it, you know. Yeah. What I really need is a golf course where I can practice my short game. That's not putting. Yeah. Me too. Um, <clears throat> about me. I have a lovely wife that we married five years ago and a dog named Buddy who we got about six years ago. Should we mention that it's Katie's birthday month? Yeah, it's her birthday month. I, I don't believe in birthday month, but she does. And Y'all celebrate the, point, the whole I, month? Every day? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, gonna I'm start almost doing to the that. point I barely believe in birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Like it's my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> I went to dinner last night with a me and Kathy did with a with a some friends of ours, and we were supposed to go about three weeks ago. And this is what happened when you happens when you let the men schedule things. He called me about an hour before we were supposed to go to dinner, and goes, uh, he goes, Barry. Uh, I know we're supposed to go to dinner tonight, but it's my birthday and I had forgotten. And he's like, and all my kids are in town. He's like, I'm still game to go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, nah, man, that's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't really have anything planned for Katie's birthday. So on Tuesday we went up there. We just like, Let's just go get Midwood Smokehouse in Columbia. So we got in the car and drove an hour to Columbia to get Texas barbecue. Nice. I Next like up the sound is of Hall's, that. Hall's Chop House. We this weekend. Get, we didn't get any barbecue in Georgia. We'll we'll touch on that though. We'll touch on that. Uh, anything you guys feel like listeners should know about me? John one time did an Instagram story for the podcast that had 25 <laughs> slides. And he said, definitely in every single one of them. Definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. So I don't know. I don't know definitely if they ought to know anything with you. Not that interesting. You definitely worry about the, well, shit, there I go. <laughs> I'm going to be saying it now. <laughs> a, a money jar. Yeah. <laughs> a definitely jar. You, you uh, won't get lost with John around. You will not get lost, especially no. if there's a map. Dude, nope. Map obsessive. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably overly concerned <laughs> at predacious wild animals. And uh, we hey, also recent we also recently learned he worries about the tent blowing away, which is apparently a legitimate concern after that Guadalupe. Hey, I uh, I've seen a tent blow away before. A During a thunderstorm in Paladar Canyon. Just Listen, you, you said fucking gone. 
like one minute it was there <laughs> one minute it wasn't my brother just running away you terrified know, you said john is overly cautious with with wild animals well that caution had potential to save two women's lives at the great smoky mountains when we hiked up lacan because he had some bear banger with him and would you know it this black bear is following these two hiking women that are screaming out of their minds and i could see the look in john's face and he said this is the moment i've been preparing We've been for training this is, my whole this is, life this is, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go spray a black bear i mean he had it out he had it in his hand ready to go buddy <laughs> he was gonna blast that bear i actually i worry about it too i know when we were in and i've told this story on the podcast before but when me and john were backpacking in bryce canyon utah mm-hmm. we had stopped at the rei in vegas to just kind of get some stuff before we went out there and uh the guy goes y'all want some bear spray and we said yeah sure and he's like okay it's 85 dollars." and we're like yeah never mind we don't want it and uh hiking in bryce canyon the whole time I was just like, man, we should have got that damn bear spray. I'm like, I know something's going to happen. <laughs> but in Big Bend, it doesn't worry me. And I know there's bears in Big Bend. I don't know if it's just because I'm more familiar with the landscape or what. But I do think we kept seeing signs of bear in Bryce Canyon. and mm. Yeah. Well, then we had the post-it note at our campground that said mountain lion sighted recently. I don't remember that. Or the index card or whatever. Is in like a... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like in like a Ziploc baggie or something. Um, What are those things called? Not old. Like put there within the previous couple of days, I suspect. I do have about 20 maps within arm's reach of me right now. Have you even been to 20 places? No, I just like buying the map. <laughs> That's something else you guys should probably know about, John. He's... <laughs> he I, liked... I prefer to buy the gear <laughs> than do the activity. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely true. Jared, tell us a little about yourself, man. Yeah. My name's Jared. Jared Born and raised in Galveston County. Uh, Moved moved up to Ranger College where I met Barry. Tried to play golf for two years. Moved out uh, a little further west to Texas Tech. That's where I got my degree in natural resources management. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. We had Red Raider oysters for dinner tonight. What? Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. What is that? Just a type of oyster, I guess. Huh. From where? Uh, rest. I don't know, like where they originate from. Yeah. It's like that's a species, Red Raider. I guess oyster. so. There's a preparation method. I'm gonna look into that. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I'm interested in that, but. No, I lived out in Oregon for a little bit, came back to Texas, went back out to Oregon, and then uh, found myself here in uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina, for the last two years, uh, two years, five years, shit, 
I was going to say. <laughs> two, I don't know where two came from, but five years here in Monk's Corner. Years uh, are flying by. They are flying by. Uh, work at a fish hatchery here in town for the state. Not a fish hatchery from what I've gathered. It's the, the fish hatchery. The, the, the largest fish hatchery in the state of South Carolina. But uh, I enjoy, definitely enjoy my time outside, enjoy running, uh, fishing, getting out on the water as much as I can. Uh, but you won't, you won't see me inside too often. I do like my lazy days, though. Hell yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to be, always be on the go. Um, I enjoy reading. I don't know. What's your favorite book of all time? I don't know why, but Jurassic Park always comes to mind. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why. You're definitely a Crichton fan. So. Uh, definitely a Crichton fan. Big Crichton fan. Uh, I'm a, I, I love beer. I do love beer. Hey, yeah, I like uh, beer. And there's a song like that. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we should have said where our favorite drinks are, too. We'll make another circle around. <laughs> Start writing down some questions. Uh, yeah, we should have asked no. that. We, yeah. I thought about... Uh, what did I say I wanted to put on the Instagram? Oh, do a bracket. Yeah. That would have been fun. It's uh, a Jurassic yeah. Park and drinking beer. I do not have a dog, and I do not have a wife. You're missing out, buddy. Having <laughs> a dog is the greatest thing that I've I, ever. I can literally <laughs> go fishing or golfing whenever I want. Oh, I do enjoy golf. I like it a lot more than I did when we were at Ranger. Just you like don't get in trouble say. when you travel too close to your wife's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can up and leave whenever. I'll uh, one time at Ranger, Coach Harris said practice is optional today and the wind was blowing about nine thousand miles an hour <laughs> and so i didn't go to practice <laughs> i did some stuff that i liked doing in ranger and i went to my dorm room and took a nap and uh coach harris came in about three o'clock in the afternoon and says why aren't you at practice <laughs> and i said i thought it was optional <laughs> and he goes yeah i just said that it's not what i meant though and so i went on out to practice oh, are you not at practice <laughs> <laughs> he would send those texts with the dot 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 at the end like, i hate that <laughs> you don't have to practice but i'll be out here if you want right, if you want to come going. play yeah <laughs> oh I, I really liked to go chairs though. They had those dot dot did. dots, and I think yeah. he was just using them wrong. But it always scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so, John, what's your favorite book? That's a good question. I hate to say it, and probably just because I can see it, but I really do like the Harry Potter series. Tito's and Teen Reads. Yes, sir. Ooh. What's your favorite drink? probably tito's and topo yeah 
definitely my go everyday go to. Yeah, mine too. So, I'd say my favorite I- book is probably the only book I have ever reread in my life is Desert Solitaire. So, I would probably say that's my favorite book. And my drinks, favorite drinks vary by day, but definitely like Tito's and Topo. And if I'm out and about, I can drink beer with the best of them. So here's something you should know about Barry is uh, this weekend he pulled a beer out of the refrigerator (laughs) at like 9 a.m. And I give him the glare I give him when that happens. And (laughs) He's like, we're just we're just gonna take a picture with it, and that that picture is on Instagram. <laughs> and I go my cleaning of the dishes, and I, all of a sudden I hear, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the morning after we celebrated. Yeah, pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, is that what you're drinking right now? Actually, that's exactly beers? what I'm drinking. Yeah. yeah, that's that's this is this is brought to you by Barry Price. <laughs> The uh, well, so let's dive right on into that. Uh, last weekend we actually had intentions of recording this podcast in person in Savannah, Georgia, and calling it the Georgia Sessions. But uh, Jared got a little too turned up Saturday night, and then Sunday morning we just wanted to go eat some chicken and waffles. So I'll take some blame for it because I stopped drinking too early <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, or started drinking horrible, too early. One of the two. <laughs> I had a horrible hangover by about six o'clock. Did the pizza help? It did not. The <sighs> Advil did. Yeah. I was yeah, ready to go after good. I had that Advil. So we get back to Monk's Corner Sunday night, and that pizza's been in the trunk all day jerry goes you gonna eat this I'm like hell no i'm not gonna eat that <laughs> <laughs> been in the trunk of the car for 13 hours it's 90 degrees outside 99 percent humidity so jared tell us about the run the run uh where should we start? Where do you want to start, man? So let's start at the start we, line. How about? All right, man. So you know, I'm the like, Savannah Sand Nat. The the Nats were pretty. They weren't getting me too bad. Were they tearing y'all up? Dude, they're yeah, ripping me they're apart. You. I I had to explain to my dermatologist on Monday what the hell happened. <laughs> I still have got this these scabs all up and down my shins. I don't know what oh, the hell it's from, but I have been from Botany Bay. But but yeah, man, that I I the run. I, I was I was a little nervous. I know y'all could probably tell, but uh I was pretty excited about it, man. But once once the uh, the gun went off, settled into a nice pace early and man, uh I felt good. Honestly I felt like I was jogging probably the first half i was feeling good but man once the heat turned up a little bit uh slowly started to uh degrade <laughs> on the run but yeah but but man i, I i'm uh 
I'm really happy with with the result. I, I'm not. I was a little disappointed when I crossed the finish line, but after a little while, I'm looking able to reflect on the race a little bit. I was like, man, you know, I just I just ran a marathon in three hours, one minute, and fifty two seconds. So like that, that's pretty good. So I I should be really happy about it. And that, and that's I don't know. It was a. It, and it so, could have gone worse. It could have gone worse. Yeah. Well, especially with the side stitches and issues you were having. And just yeah. for reference, your first marathon in October of 2018, yes, you ran in what, 3.40? Uh, I, I look today, I think it was 3.39. So that's pretty significant improvements in a yeah. year and a half, I would say. It was a 10-minute PR from the new river marathon really yeah but it I, you know i you can look back i know we talked about sorry but you can, you can look back at what you could have done better or what what the the conditions i wish the conditions would have been like this wish they would have been like that but you know overall you just gotta accept what what it is yep, so, play the cards you dealt so yeah it's like good the, run. You're looking strong coming in. A lot stronger I was, than me. I was getting dizzy, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I I couldn't have held it much longer. I I I know y'all didn't see, but after crossing the finish line, when I was able to walk again, just from running that hard for that long, have a little stumble, and the Dan, the race director, he was reaching out to like give me a high five but it started then he started reaching out to catch me i was like whoa i was like whoa man i'm good i'm good i I just needed to get my feet back (laughs) but uh, i was uh pretty stoked beautiful course though man yeah that was awesome very beautiful i would i would recommend it that race to a, a lot of people just, just because of how awesome the course was, and I think it'd be it'd be a good experience as a first marathon. Yeah, for sure. In Flat. Yeah, yeah. Well marked. Good scenery. Yeah, as well marked. Apparently not well enough marked though, because <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a group of about thirty runners apparently <laughs> followed their pacer right off the course. So <laughs> don't know what's going to come of that, but. You know, I looked at the Strava on someone that did get lost. He still ran a like a two fifty six. Oh, really? He's like, oh, took a wrong turn. Just rerouted. <laughs> rerouted. I think he came back and then started again. But it was pretty fun. I I did I'd have just a quit, first. Man, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah, I I did <laughs> take a leak in in the yard of a multi million dollar home. So that was that was a. That was a first. No one yelled at me. You gotta do. I wasn't the only one either. I saw a couple people do it. In yeah. that same yard? No, I don't know about the same yard. I saw it down line. And, I, I, and another first uh, early in the race, a deer came flying out of someone's yard, nearly trucked the person running in front of me. Could end it badly, but oh, that was pretty wild. <laughs> Lots of wildlife out there. <laughs> I saw was saw some birds. That's about it. I saw a German Shepherd. 
How'd your run go? Oh, it's Pretty all good. right. I've had worse, that's for sure. <laughs> I uh, I just went at a nice leisurely pace. I won't say I ran the whole time. My only objective was to finish before you did, and I did. So I ran half as far. <laughs> uh, but it was probably equal effort, I would say, because I weigh 100 pounds more than you do. Actually, what did we, we weighed in. I weighed 100 and, 102 pounds more than you. So, something like that. Uh, anyways, that's, uh, but I, it was good. I finished, uh, I kind of set out wanting to finish before the two. I started with the 245 pacer and about a quarter mile in decided that was too slow. And at about mile five, I caught up with the 230 pacer. That's for the half marathon. Uh, and then ultimately finished in 240, I think, 238, maybe somewhere. Yeah, I think it was 238. And so I felt pretty good. I've, I've been dealing with this like, high ankle thing and so that was bothering me after i was after we finished it doesn't bother me while i'm running Mm -hmm. and so i mean everything's there i'm just too heavy so my legs get tired you know the my cardio is there i think but i have never sweated so damn much in my life though i could feel i could feel my the weight of my shirt <laughs> Are you happy you taped your nips? I am happy. I taped my nips. They would have been torn up. Yeah, and I uh I was still quite chafed though. <laughs> All over. <laughs> but it's a good run and definitely beautiful course. I took a lot of pictures, which didn't help my time at all, but I gotta breathe it all in. Yeah, I mean, I was on vacation, you know. I'm not setting any records. Or even PRs. John got in his cardio, too, and didn't even race. I did. (laughs) Mostly was trying to – I didn't know the course, so I was mostly trying to chew, thinking that there might be a – it might be a two-lap kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Catch you coming in. And that was not the case. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. But, but one thing that was cool was there was a controlled burn going on or had just been going on. The kind of walking amongst that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing all the, the black ground and smelling the smoke and seeing the burning yeah. logs. A lot of people and knowing were, I wasn't running. Right. A lot of people were griping about that, but it didn't really bother me a whole lot. And I actually thought it was kind of pretty too. Especially real, like right when the sun was coming up that morning. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. But I enjoyed it, man. That was, that was, uh, it hurt, but that was fun. Um, and then, so after that, we hung out around Savannah, Georgia mm-hmm. for the night. St. Patty's Day celebrations going on. It's pretty fun. Everything uh, was socially distanced, though. Yeah, kind for the most part. Everyone was wearing their masks. <laughs> Very well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> we drank a lot of beer, Jared, drank and I a lot did. Of beer. 
and uh, it's a good time. Saw live trip. music. Yeah, I saw some live music. Uh, went to some cool a cool bookstore the day before. Trekked all over Savannah, which is a, a pretty historic city and very pretty. Good food. I don't even remember what we ate. We ate the pizza. Oh, and a hamburger. We had very generic food for being in such a, a place that right uh, known for food, but it was all very good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um. So that's that, and then Sunday morning we ate breakfast. John went back to Augusta, and me and Jared went to uh, Episto Beach. Edisto. Edisto. Which was really cool for me. My yeah. wife took her bridal pictures or whatever on that road you guys went down. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Uh, they that go road to the was beach? cool. Yeah, she took some pictures on a dock out there too. Nice. Oh man, I love that beach though, man. The the boneyard. Yeah, that's that was Botany crazy. Bay Heritage Preserve. I yeah, recommend that, it to anyone. That whole thing was cool. And then uh driving around the wildlife preserve and me and Jared drove into Charleston and had some sandwiches. And then went uh down to oh whatever. I don't know what Charleston. <laughs> the historic what, oh, area, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, downtown at the Rainbow Row and in, in the battery there oh man though i'm craving a a, a, a tattooed moose sandwich now yeah. dude Shows that place good. was good and i uh, learned that's where jared does his long runs every weekend so just about which uh yeah. i knew he went down there but it's is interesting seeing it and especially that whole area is very historic it seemed like and it's a nice change of scenery yeah from for sure running on the dike in bono every day but, and so we looked at the Cooper River Bridge. It's all very beautiful for a guy like me. They have a mar- Cooper River Bridge Marathon, maybe something like that. It's a 10K. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's like the, they say it's the third largest 10K in the U.S., which I believe it. I mean, when I ran it, last time you could run it, I think there were 30,000 runners. God wow. damn. A lot of people. Couldn't even run. That was fun. So, but it was a good little trip for me. And, you know, I don't get to see that kind of stuff every day by any of it. Trees, rivers, marshes, beaches. I'm happy the trip happened, man. Yeah. Nothing came up and it, we were able to to execute it uh, at, a, at a great time yeah pretty man. well when it, was, it went off it was, without a hitch it was awesome so uh got to run around lake moultrie too there in monk's corner bono bono bon, bono and so uh and then the weekend before that john and i went down to big bend and camped for four days at a haunted campsite Allegedly. Couldn't be any more haunted than Savannah and Charleston are. <laughs> or the Jury Hotel in San Antonio. So. Uh, John, what'd you think of all that? 
I was just blown away at how beautiful it was. And I'm accustomed to that area. It's not like Barry coming to the south. So, but I, it's nothing like I pictured it in my head. I didn't know what to expect, really. The, the picture in my head was kind of more of a, it was just the mountains. And, but it really, it's, there's the mountains that just mm-hmm. shoot up out of the ground. Yeah. And then there's the desert. <laughs> Which entrance did you come in at? Panther Junction. Man. Cause I know, so I know when you come in through that entrance, it's it, your view of the basin's kind of blocked. Mm-hmm. And then you can come out on the desert floor. I don't know. What'd you think about that? Just like, bam, there they are. Uh, yeah. uh, we was like, we were driving in and I'm like, is that it? And he goes, no, that's the Christmas mountains. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like there's more. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd y'all go to, to first? Y'all go straight to Pine Canyon campground. Yeah. Yeah. We went straight there and set up a camp, which that was just incredible. Mm-hmm hardly anyone out there and you just have this great view of the basin um maybe i may be using that wrong but the, the cheezos at least yeah, yeah and just almost complete solitude even though you're right on a dirt road uh-huh dang man and, and yeah. then there was a tra- trail up in there uh pine canyon trail that we went up to and it you're just walking along and all of a sudden you're just in a different world. You may as well have been in the Smokies two mm-hmm. miles up in there and you're in the middle of the damn desert. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, or did the oats have leaves on them when y'all were walking? Like did the trees have, was there was still... a lot of leaves Dead. on the ground yeah. and there was uh, yellow. So it's like they just, dormant, I mean. yeah, it was hard walking on them almost on the leaves. Huh. They're slippery, but uh, there was water running at the waterfall not much but mm-hmm. don't know where it's coming from but before we did that we went over to Bokeas and walked along that little trail along the river into the canyon and while we were walking down there this uh woman pops out of the bushes <laughs> <laughs> and offers us tamales and tacos which we politely yes. declined. No, we politely declined them. And then we're we weren't along. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> we were walking along and there, all this stuff just laid out all over the place for sale. I don't know if that's typical because it's, if it's just because the crossing's closed. It is typical. Yeah. Okay. Not legal though, but no. yeah. What I thought was funny is that a lot of them were standing in their boats with like one foot in the water like right. either ready to go or there's some technicality <laughs> that they're in the water so they they're not over there what was weird to me was this time the there was park rangers there they're kayaking hey, through yeah they, I, they probably just can't do anything about it they they could mess with them that one time but they're just going to come back tomorrow yeah well and i think it's all kind of you know just look the other way right it's all sort of understood yeah y'all didn't buy any any uh the copper wire no i've got some of it i've got uh, a couple of them i've got a koozie too somewhere that's cool i got a roadrunner from up there 
Or yeah. Was it a score? No, it's a road runner. Yeah, I saw that. Noticed that while I was there. I've got Ocotillos, which are my favorite plant. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, we did the, run into that guy from Maine. Oh, yeah. We ran into a guy from Maine who had been he, in Texas for six weeks. and <laughs> He couldn't believe how nice those Texans were. They were just as nice as could be. He, we, we figured he thought they were just, what would you say, Barry? They were having, having gunfights gun in, in the street. Yeah. Riding horses. Yeah. <laughs> He'd been down at the South Padre Island during the snow apocalypse, and he's like, everyone was just catching the sea turtles and bringing them in to the <laughs> convention center. Yeah, the convention center to warm them up. And I'm like, yeah, they love the damn sea turtles down there. <laughs> so I think the sea turtles are endangered. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I went and shoveled poop one day. <laughs> <laughs> And so the water at Vokias, though, uh, was the most clear I have ever seen it there. And it was also very warm for being uh, March, early March. But then at St. Helena Canyon, not clear, and it was ice cold, too. How cold? Ice cold. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But when you think about it, I mean, that's, I don't know, in river miles, how far apart they are. But as the crow flies, it's about 70 miles, maybe 80 miles. Do you think there's a lot of risk for Giardia in those can in that river down there? Probably so. I didn't have any issues, though, and that was what I bathed in <laughs> while we were there. <laughs> When we got home on Sunday, Kathy goes, have you showered all week? And I said, no. Hell um, no. Took a couple baths in the river. The way God you, intended. I told Kathy that she was lucky that she got to smell you smelling like a man. Because yeah. Katie <laughs> get me and I would be clean. Yeah, showered. But it was cool. You know, I go down to Big Bend a lot. Not as much as I should or could. But... uh we did the river road, which was fun. That's nice to see different parts of the park. Uh, and it wasn't overly treacherous, but. I'd still be prepared if you're going out there. And absolutely. Our advice. It wouldn't take, wouldn't take a whole lot to make that trip not fun anymore. And we hardly get, saw anybody on the fir first half of it. Yeah, I'd say the first 75% of it, at least. That, we The only car we saw was a Border Patrol agent. Yep. And uh, probably is not regular to see him. So, And then at the, the deepest end point, you are about 25 miles either direction from the main road, so... And there ain't no cell service. That is deep in it. And you have problems out there. You've got problems. Yeah, you got problems. <laughs> and uh, we didn't have any, thankfully. Ate lunch down around Mariscal Canyon on the river, and had a couple of a couple of beers, and set on our way. And once we got out of there, uh, we went over to Terralingua. Terralingua. Get Jared a sticker. To get Jared his sticker. Thank you. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you for getting that. <laughs> uh, which that was a cool little town. It's just, it really is kind of like a ghost town. That's, I don't even know how to describe it. It just looks run down as can be. There's dusty. And it's like when you think of an old west town in the movies. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's a desert town, that's for sure. I'll tell you what was cool is we actually saw a, a funeral being had there at the Terralingua Cemetery. What? The old? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and so for those of you that don't know, Terralingua is an old mining town from the eighteen late 1800s. And uh, it busted like many a, a mining town have. And only recently uh, has really begun getting revitalized. They've always had the chili cook-off out there. Now, if you've ever been to a Chili's restaurant, you have almost certainly seen a Viva Terralingua sign in there. And that's what they're referring to is the chili cook-off. But uh, just in the last couple of years, it has become a, I don't want to say it's a tourist destination, but... It's not a people aren't like shying away from it. There's a lot of real trendy places to stay there. TPs and domes. It's it's gotten since the the five years that I've gotten I've gone. It, it's gotten more and more popular since mm-hmm. since the first time I've been. And all during that five years was hey, most land in Terralingua. And then I'll have check, check in my hand and the realtor will be, oh, it's hunting season. You can't come down here. Or, oh, it's COVID. You can't come down here. I could if I owned land. Yep. And you know what? I hadn't found any land for sale recently. So, <sighs> anyway. It'll probably come back open in, during hunting season. Yeah, next October. <laughs> um, so that was that starlight theater my first time going that place was super cool yeah it was uh, don't get the big burger though no just get a regular hamburger and put an extra patty on it they i ordered that thing and i figured it was just a big burger she goes you know that's a big burger right i'm like yeah that's fine. <laughs> that thing came out and it was bigger than my head <laughs> That's a big burger. Barry will tell you, I got booed out of the place for not finishing that thing. You kind of did. But (laughs) it was cool. I'd never, I surprisingly had never been in there before, but it's definitely going to be a a regular stop now when I'm going. Definitely one of those places that if you're not careful, you can overserve yourself in. And listen to music all night long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did they have live music going? Yeah every night it was just starting when we were leaving and i could tell i was gonna enjoy it so he had his head turned just watching it yeah. <laughs> uh, what we did mention in coronas what we did not mention was the, the wind so we'd be out in the middle of the desert uh, at pine canyon campsite and as soon as that sun went down the first night, the wind just came in and just 
pounded us. Yeah, and it was and it, it was dead still prior to that too. It, what was crazy about it too was that like you could hear it coming before it hit you, way out there. <laughs> <laughs> that really so, was crazy. So we were in our tents because we were like, well, our tents are probably going to blow away if we're not if our fat asses aren't in them. <laughs> so we went and got in there, and I had to. I slept up against the wall against that the wind was hitting and kept putting my arm up against it to try to make sure the tent didn't collapse. And then it, it kind of died down as about 10 o'clock and towards the morning, it started to pick up again. And and then as soon as the sun came up and started to heat up things a little bit, it died down again. Gone again. It's, it happened again the next night too, mm-hmm. but from the other side. Yeah, blowing the other way. It's weird. <laughs> and then the last last day we were there, it was uh, just beautiful all day and all night. And I slept like a baby the last night we were out there, except I had dreams of vampires and overly friendly porcupines. So. <laughs> The uh, when uh, we did you talk about going up into the Chisos Basin? I did not. So we went up into the Chisos Basin, which is the mountainous area of the park and uh, the most popular area, too. And really didn't have any plan as to what we were going to do. And so we just went up there and sat in the parking lot, and made a couple pots of coffee, and did some people watching and talking to people. and yeah, uh, finally sat out and did the the window trail, which was a which was a good trail. If you're going to go to Big Bend and uh, are not an overly experienced hiker, that's probably a, a perfect trail for you. Um, I remember when we were so the, Big Bend's also a dark sky park, so yes. you can see the stars very well. So we were out better than you can anywhere. I agree. And Barry told me, get your binoculars out. <laughs> and I took them out, and they're 10X. And I looked up the sky, and I could not believe this wow. just extra layer of stars that were there. Because you could see way more than you can ever see anywhere else. And there's just with. completely just like blanketed with stars. Wow. It'll change your life, man. It makes you want to cry almost. Yeah. When you it, see it. <laughs> like the first time I saw a real dark sky was out in Utah and I thought it was cloudy. When I saw the Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. Man, we could see it real good too. I mean, it was it was the skies were dark enough because the moon wasn't rising until like one or two in the morning mm-hmm. either. So it was pretty dark, you know, all the night while we were awake. But, y'all were close to like no lights. I mean, it was dark. Where no, y'all you were. couldn't see any lights. There yeah. was that one light we thought. <laughs> oh God! I don't know if we were just <laughs> drunk or what. <laughs> we saw lights and thought it was headlights, like off towards Boquillas Canyon, because you know uh-huh. how you're looking down. And we watched it for an hour, probably. And we're like, man, that light ain't moving much, and. Then after a while, it was higher up. We're like, 
like it seemed, and then we thought it was a campfire or like a bonfire uh-huh. over in Boquillas, and uh, kept watching it and kept watching it, and then finally decided it was a star after a while. <laughs> <laughs> and so and- the the best part of all that is the next morning, and we had apparently forgotten this. The next morning, the sun comes up. And there's a mountain right there. We can't even see down into the area where Bokeas is. There's literally a mountain 300 yards away that would have been blocking anything Uh happening out that way. So we're like, oh, yeah. So it was definitely a star the whole time. Uh, uh, (laughs) But, you know, there's some weird shit goes on out there with the the lights, you know, like the Marfa lights. And I think that stuff happens out in the desert, too. One thing that didn't happen that has happened in previous camping trips to Big Bend is hearing all sorts of strange noises in the night. But I think it's just too windy to hear them. Thank God. And when I say strange noises, I don't mean like things rustling through the grass. I mean like hoops and hollers and screams and cries and stuff. Sounds spooky. Yes, sir. So, anyways, I am exhausted. Yeah. From uh, two weeks of blowing and going and uh, have not had, I've had busy evenings at home, too. So, y'all don't feel bad for me. I hate when I'm so busy all the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, we all are. So... (laughs) Well, we were planning to go out of town again this upcoming weekend, and we're, our family made other plans for us. And we were like, okay, okay whatever. Yeah, we'll take it. And <laughs> we'll so, stay here. But I have got an extremely lazy weekend planned, like probably going to be the laziest of my life, watching some March Madness and some golf, <laughs> reading books. I'm also – I'll be also, working from the living room on on tomorrow at twelve forty five. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then uh, that's when Tech plays, baby. Arkansas plays at twelve forty five, eleven forty five my time. So that'd be twelve forty five your time. Uh, so that's one other thing I wanted to touch on. We have a uh, Red Raider here and a Razorback here, and uh, God willing, they're going to be playing each other in the second round. Of, March Madness coming up here. Arkansas will fuck it up and it won't even make it out of the first round. No, they'll make it out of the first round, but they won't make it out of the second. That's just I'm hoping I'm hoping the matchup hope. happens and then I'm gonna pull for tech, but uh whoever whoever wins that game is gonna be my who I'm rooting for from there on out. Not gonna be my favorite, but that's who I'm gonna be rooting for. Neither team has a favorite. Uh, and so they'll uh this is the first year i hadn't filled out a bracket though and i'm a little upset i don't i don't think the games like their actual bracket started yet so they may as well fill one out there's still time but yeah it's only tomorrow yeah tomorrow at 12 eastern is the cutoff they played like the first four games in today which I don't understand why that's going on, but I don't 
really care. What? They had games today? They had the four play-in games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Typically, they would have played half the bracket today. They would have had the play-in games on Tuesday and Wednesday. I wonder if they're trying to hype it up just to – because yeah. they lost it last year. Um, so I'm a little upset I didn't get a bracket in, but it's only fun if you have a big group. And I thought about trying to arrange one today, but I'm like, yeah, I got too much other crap going on. It's been eight hours trying to arrange brackets for everybody. So anyways, but got a lazy weekend coming up to recover. See if I can't get the bourbon bookshelf website put together. Yeah. And uh, any closing thoughts, John? Well, we did have <laughs> planned uh, for us to tell cartboy stories for this episode, but looks like we're going to have to save that for another episode. So you guys are going to have to keep listening if you want to hear those and they're good yeah they're worth hearing for sure and i would say the cart boy years were very transformative Mm -hmm. for the three of us you learn a lot yeah that is for sure (laughs) we uh me and my wife were talking about having our son work out at the country club when he gets older and we're like "Eh." (laughs) like it's a great place to work but He's a good kid. Not if you if you know what goes on. <laughs> He's a good kid and might like to keep it that way. So shit. You learn a lot from old men too, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially drunk old men. Drunk old men. <laughs> I mean Here it's things. A, it's just one of those jobs that everybody should have. So absolutely we'll uh we'll we'll be back with those in a couple of weeks uh got some got some good things in the works here for future episodes so i'm excited y'all what books are y'all reading i am reading uh so i finished the dog stars on the trip uh, funny story about that. I thought I had a lot more left to finish it and uh, finished it about 20 minutes into my flight from Charleston to Dallas. <laughs> and uh, I tell you what, I was like, didn't know what to do with myself. I tried to take a nap, played like seven games of chess, checked where the plane was about every three <laughs> minutes. Didn't help get back any quicker. Uh, and then after that, I started Wolf Boys, which has been very good so far. I read that on my next flight back. Can you repeat uh, that? Wolf, W-O-L-F, Boys. Okay. Uh, it's about two young men from Laredo, Texas, who uh, get into the drug cartel business. I'd like to get into that business. Yep. I picked that up at a little bookshop there in Somerville, South Carolina. Don't actually know the name of the bookshop. What is that place called? Main Main Street Reads. Main Street Reads. Yes, sir. Cool little shop. Yep. Always happy to help out the local shops. Oh, speaking of, I made out like a bandit 
on Stephen yeah, King did. first editions. First edition on this trip. And so uh, if you followed the Instagram page, you probably saw some of that. Uh, it's very happy. I noticed that we got the shining at Mr. K's there in North Charleston. You found that in the first five minutes of being oh, in yeah. the store for like two had hours. A, had like a beacon light on it. <laughs> and then uh, found at... Uh, and savannah at book by the bay book on the bay can't remember what that place is called uh a misery first edition so that place is really cool too it it specialized Mm -hmm. in and antique books uh and collector's edition books she had a book printed in 1641 yeah. on display and uh she had the entire vintage uh hardy boys and nancy drews and uh it's just a cool place it's almost felt like a museum at the same mm-hmm. time and so it's a good run on those fronts john what are you yeah. reading I am reading Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer. Oh, yeah. So I've, I've read it before, but I'm excited to bring it to the show. John's been on Big Mormon Kick. Yep. Watch He's all he talked about the whole time we're in Savannah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I've been talking to my wife about too. And <laughs> up. Jared? I am reading. Coyote America by Dan Flores. Nice. That's what I'm reading. So we got coyotes, wolves, and polygamists. There you go. Sounds about right. <laughs> there you go. My, I'll tell you, so uh, as everybody knows, my to-be-read bookshelf has probably, I counted it one day, I think it's 84. It's probably at triple digits now. But <laughs> the books on that shelf that I'm very eager to read is getting pretty long. It's probably at double digits by now. So I need to get to work. I don't want to get too far ahead though, because we got stuff to cover, you know. Gotta got schedule regimen. But I don't guess I gotta cover every book I read. So. No, sir. No, sir. Anything else? Closing thoughts? Aside from that, I don't think I had anything else either. So I something else I want to point out. We all mentioned our favorite drinks at the beginning of this show. And not a one of us said bourbon. But uh... we need to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> we all enjoy bourbon, though. Yeah. We all enjoy we, bourbon. We, we like the the spirit about bourbon. Yeah. yeah, it's not something you can drink on a regular basis, in right. my opinion, unless you like set out to. Right, it's a special occasion drink for me. That's me too. Uh, Des Linden drinks it every who? day. Des Linden, go on. Oh, Olympic marathoner. She won the Boston Marathon yeah. in 2018. Oh yeah, you were telling me that. 
Oh. Going for the 50K, women's 50K record here soon. Anyway. No, I like I like to drink the bourbon for the taste, but like the t- uh, Tito's and Topo is just a nice, refreshing drink after a long, hot summer day. And uh, actually, I was going to, and I think I still will put this on the on the Instagram, but in the dog stars, there's a quote that I highlighted that said, I never liked whiskey much, but I drank it because it has a storied history. Thank you for listening to the bourbon bookshelf podcast. Our aim with this show is to encourage people to read widely, enjoy good beverages in moderation, get outside, and have good conversations. We hope we can meet this goal while serving as good company for you, the listener. If you enjoy the show, please let us know by subscribing to and reviewing the podcast and following us on Instagram. If you really enjoy the podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to help us continually improve the show. You can find the link to do this in the show notes for this episode or on our Instagram page at bourbon underscore bookshelf. Thank you and we'll see you next time.